0: Good Friday morning to you. Hope you had a good week. uh, We're going to do something again I don't like doing, but uh, it's just the way they fell out. Uh, We're going to be picking up here this weekend as we finish up the week uh, with the beginning of a psalm. I like to end on Saturday, start a new one on Monday, but uh, they didn't didn't quite uh, break down that way this week. And so uh, we will be picking up in the 35th psalm. So if you want to find your place there, the 35th Psalm, and uh, I'm going to talk about uh, something here real quick. We've we've already came through uh, two Psalms of of this type. Um, There are at least uh, five uh, Psalms that are what are known as imprecatory uh, Psalms. And a lot of people today, when they read these psalms, have a real, uh, real issue. They struggle with these. Uh, when uh, many times in these psalms, uh, the author, typically David, is praying uh, a very, uh, very graphic and violent uh, prayer. Uh, he is uh, praying for the there will be a very violent, graphic prayer uh, for the destruction. of uh, of one, some group of people uh, in the Psalms, and it raises the question, uh, how, are, uh, how can God's people uh, pray that way uh, in what appears uh, to be against, contrary uh, to the teachings of Christ? Well, there's a couple issues that uh, are important to keep in mind that I think we need to discuss uh, for a moment before we dive into the psalm, uh, one of them is when David was praying these prayers and writing these psalms. He didn't have the teaching of Christ. Uh, again, you uh, have to remember that uh, it is uh, these are Old Testament, uh, Old Testament text, and then uh, there are several other things that uh, you need to remember about again an imprecatory psalm. Uh, one of them is is that. Um, While, yeah, you cannot ignore that it is a prayer for the destruction uh, of someone else, it is actually also a prayer for protection. Uh, It is a, again, uh, kind of a kill or be killed world. Uh, And so by praying for their destruction, uh, ordinarily when David is, you know, David isn't just randomly picking out people uh, and praying for their destruction. Uh, praying for their death. Uh, when he prays these prayers, he is praying uh, these prayers against someone uh, who is trying to kill him, uh, someone who is after uh, after him and so uh, or uh, trying to overthrow Israel as a whole. Um, and so uh, e- either way. Uh, second of all, uh, again, remember when anyone um, internally, uh, or externally, uh, inside of Israel or outside of Israel, uh, was attacking David, uh, they were all uh, heathen nations. Uh, and so when they attacked Israel or they attacked David, uh, they were attacking God's people. They were attacking uh, God's chosen uh, king, the one that David, again, whether it was uh, Absalom, someone from inside the kingdom, or someone from, uh, or a Philistine from outside the kingdom, if they attacked David, uh, they were attacking David, uh, God's anointed uh, chosen king. Uh, and so. Uh, they were going literally going against God himself, against the will of God. When they attacked Israel, again, they were heathen nations who worshiped uh, pagan idols. Uh, And so when they attacked Israel, uh, the followers of the true God, they were literally uh, attacking God. Again, you have to remember uh, that uh, there was, uh, to some extent, it's still a little bit that way, uh, but a totally different idea about war uh, in those times, it wasn't just your nation versus my nation; it was your nation and my God versus your nation and your God. Uh, and so, this was a battle uh, of gods, uh, and so it was a, a different, uh, a different mindset. Um, and technically, if you look at uh, the Old Testament uh, you may question in new light of New Testament but in the Old Testament uh, the teaching was that uh, again that man didn't take judgment, that he allowed judgment to be uh, handled by God and so when the psalmist prayed, uh, Lord you know, he, he's putting the judgment in the hand uh, of, uh, of God uh, and uh, and uh, allowing him. Uh, I think another thing it does, it teaches us that we can be honest with God, uh, that we can tell him how we feel. And David felt like God should, you know, break their jaw bones or, or whatever. Um, that was the way he felt. And so he talked to God uh, from his heart. Uh, and then finally, uh, again, these, uh, the, these psalms, these imprecatory type psalms remind us uh, of the holiness of God uh, and how God hates sin. Uh, again, when, when these prayers are prayed, they're prayed against, uh, the heathen. Uh, and so it shows us the seriousness, uh, of, uh, of sin when we, uh, see, uh, a, uh, a Psalm that, uh, prays for destruction, uh, on the wicked. And that leads us to this Psalm, the 35th Psalm, uh, and, this psalm was a prayer uh, when uh, for when your uh, friends uh, turn against you, when your friends uh, are uh, are those who become your enemies, and there's uh, again nothing much uh, that cuts much deeper uh, than having a, a family member or a trusted friend. Um, as we say stab you in the back. Uh and what David has is uh David has a situation again this is when he was uh fleeing from Saul. Uh David has a situation where uh he is uh again fleeing from Saul and many of the uh the warriors, the the fellas soldiers uh who he had fought alongside of, who he had been friends with, uh were now the ones who were Uh, seeking his life, who were chasing him. Uh, And so some of his uh, closest friends here uh, have uh, now become uh, his attackers. And so we're going to learn in this psalm uh, what to do, how to respond when uh, those we love, our friends, our loved ones, uh, turn uh, against us. And what we learn uh, is what David teaches us is that when uh, when those people who we love the most turn against us is particularly uh, when we learn that the one friend that we have uh, that the Bible says sticks closer than a brother, uh, the one that we can count on uh, is God himself. Uh, and so while under attack, Uh, from his, uh, from what had been his friends, uh, David only had one place left uh, to turn the same place that you and I have, uh, and that is, Uh, to God himself. And so he begins in verse one, he says, plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. Uh, And so David here, he calls, says, they strive against him. They, uh, they fight against him. Uh, And so uh, he's uh, going to uh, say that he needs the Lord to uh, defend him, uh, to stand uh, in in his uh, place, to be a an advocate like a lawyer, uh, to defend his case, to establish uh, his uh, his innocence uh, in their case. Plead my case, he says, like a a lawyer. He's saying, uh, prove to them that uh, I am uh, I am uh, I am innocent uh, of all. The charges that they uh, are making against me. Again, Saul was uh, accusing David of being a traitor and accusing David of trying to uh, overthrow the throne when all David had ever done uh, was actually defend uh, Saul's position uh, on the throne. And so he says uh, to plead against them. uh, And then at the second half, he says, fight against them. And so uh, he he is. uh calling on god to uh to 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 step up to the step up for him uh, and to protect him uh in this situation and he says in verse two take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help uh, and so he he says um, let's go on look at verse 3 uh, he says draw out also the spear and stop the way against them that persecute me saying to my soul i am thy salvation and so uh, david paints a picture here uh, of god as warrior uh to take the shield the buckler the spear uh, and to be uh and to step forward to come up uh as a uh as a warrior as a soldier uh, uh, who fights on uh, on David's behalf we've talked about this before uh, when he says uh, the shield and the buckler the shield and the buckler were two uh, different pieces of uh, of, mat- uh, of defensive uh, weaponry that they had the shield uh, was uh, the small uh, and you've probably seen this in old um, you know old Roman type movies uh, the shield was a small uh just like a handheld uh shield that they would use in uh hand-to-hand combat that when somebody swung or stabbed at them they would use they could move that shield around uh quickly and 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 block uh i'm not sure how well that shows on uh, on the on the camera here uh but they could move around quickly and they'd use it in in hand-to-hand uh combat and the buckler uh, is uh, a, a shield as well, uh, but it was a, a larger uh, shield that they would, were able to get completely uh, behind. Uh, for example, if somebody off in the distance was uh, shooting arrows. Uh, they could get down behind uh, the shield, and certainly they could use the small one too, I guess. But uh, probably better better to duck behind the uh, the large shield. And so God says, uh, David prayed, said, "Lord, you, you you be the shield. You get the shield and the buckler. Uh, the hand to hand combat, the far off uh, enemies. You use the spear. The spear, the shield, and the buckler are obviously defensive weapons. But then He says, uh, take the spear." Uh, and uh, an offensive weapon. And that would be obviously uh, a weapon you'd use to stop someone uh, that is uh, charging uh, at you. And, uh, and then the, the, the phrase that I really want us kind of to focus on today, and uh, it took me a while to get here because I think all that background is important, uh, but look at David's last words in this section. Say unto my soul, I am thy salvation. Uh, David, uh, he, he cries out to God and he says, Lord, I, I just need to hear you say, uh, I, I need to know, uh, I need the assurance uh, of, uh, of your protection, the assurance uh, of, uh, of, of your uh, salvation. Uh, and one, uh, one translation, one uh, commentator on this says, uh, where it says, I am, Thy salvation uh, is an abbreviation uh, for I am Yahweh. Uh, I am the covenant-keeping uh, God. I am the God of your uh, salvation. Uh, and so, he, you know, what a great statement for us here. David says to him, uh, be, your, uh, be my attorney, be my warrior. Uh, fight for me and show my innocence. Uh, Lord, what I really need to hear is I really need to hear your voice today uh, telling me uh, that you are on my side and that everything uh, is going to be Okay, uh, I think most of us can identify with these few verses of David, this situation uh, in uh, David's uh, David's life. Uh, all of us go through times when uh, I think if you live long enough, uh, you'll have a time when uh, someone, maybe family or friend, uh, that you never thought, Uh, would turn their back on you never thought would leave your side uh, is the very one uh, who uh, who attacks and there are times uh, in our life when we the best thing we can do is just step back uh, and sit down and let God uh, fight our battles when we've been attacked unjustly uh, on several occasions David had uh, two for certain uh, the Bible shows us that David had an opportunity uh, to, to kill Saul. He, he could have killed Saul uh, and, uh, and solved this problem, but on two different occasions, David, uh, he, he left Saul alone. He left the judgment uh, up to God. He let God uh, do the battle. And one of the lessons we learn, I think, from this psalm was when well, we know we're innocent and we know we've done nothing wrong, uh we can call on the lord we can say to the lord uh, lord i need you uh to be my attorney i need you to vindicate me and i need you to fight for me and lord i need to hear your voice and know uh that you're on my side Uh, i hope today that uh, whatever you face whatever battles you go through uh god will make himself real to you Uh, his presence will be uh overwhelming Uh, And uh, you will hear his still voice telling you uh, that he is your salvation. All right. I hope that helps you through today. And we'll see you back here uh, first thing tomorrow morning.